join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. Higher Consciousness, Season 2, Episode 4. Not only Episode 4, but the Christmas Eve Special Edition! (laughs) I love it, I love it. Oh my goodness, you guys, this is going to be such a far out episode. We have a... Far out? I see what you did there. Yeah. We have a super exciting and special guest here with us today, Chelsea. Um, hello, Chelsea. How are you? I am phenomenal. Thank you for having me on tonight. Yay. I'm going to call you the Chelsea. <laughs> okay, Chelsea. that works. <laughs> um, so tonight we are going to be discussing psychedelics. Wah, 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 wah. Hell yeah. So we have all kinds of information. We're going to be talking about all kinds of different psychedelics or experiences and you guys know how it goes. Um, so I'm very, very excited. And there's lots of like Christmas Eve connection or Christmas connections with psychedelics too. And Chelsea's definitely going to be sharing mm-hmm. that with us um, later on. Quite so interesting. <laughs> Um, so, of course, as always, before we get started, we have to bless our Mary Jane. Um, but first, before we do that, Chelsea um, so graciously brought us some of her own homegrown uh, joints with us. And you said it was, what What again? Sour? Sour OG. Hell yeah. Nice. And they look really, like, they, they look beautiful. Like, they I almost, like, don't want to smoke them. <laughs> Yeah, we grew them um, with our herbs out on our condo patio this past summer, so that was um, kind of a pet project of my boyfriend, Devin's, more more than mine, (laughs) but when I said that last time, he was like, no, that was just as much your plant, so I'm owning this one as my plant, too. (laughs) Well, you guys did a wonderful job, and on top of that, too, we also have a joint um, Wonka bar, what we got from Green Buddha, a local dispensary here. Yeah, (laughs) so we have lots of like interesting um, things. So, all right, so let's go ahead and get into the blessing. The blessing! (laughs) I had to. It's a Christmas. It's a Christmas. It is the blessing! Uh, Ready? I pledge allegiance to the flag. (laughs) No. Yes! (laughs) I hope you guys don't know that reference. Okay, anyway, for realties now. All right. Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having our guest Chelsea be on with us tonight, as well as the unexpected and extra gifts of more Mary Jane from Chelsea tonight. May we have a wonderful, free-flowing, psychedelic, informative but so much fun episode may you guide us along the way and may you be close and near and dear to our hearts and may we have what we have to say tonight really kind of allow people to be more open thank you and amen and so it is so it is all right so let's start with one of chelsea do you want to do one do you want to start you want, I, I always do you, want which, to which one? Which one do you want to start? Uh, which should we start with? Let's uh, let's try a, let's try a homegrown. Okay, let's try, let's try a homegrown. So yeah, here you that. go. Let's try it out. Let's see. Okay. So yeah, so we're gonna be talking about psychedelics. So oh my god, Chelsea's got like a whole notebook over here, which I'm like super happy with and like amazed with as well. And I, I was telling Dave too, I'm like, babe, I have a feeling she's gonna come with like a notebook. Like this is gonna be awesome. So yeah, actually, shout out to this notebook. So it's a Shinola notebook from Ooh. Alyssa, and it um, has marijuana leaves <gasps> in a really cool sacred geometric. It almost looks holographic, Whoa. but it's not. Oh, how an so, alignment! Yeah. And this was my first time using it, so I felt 
felt like it was very meant to be about plant medicine. I love that. I love that. So psychedelics, psychedelics, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, we've actually, we've talked a lot about that on the show. So I would be curious to hear like your take. So I personally, um, have, mm -hmm. enjoy it. There's a lot of interruptions. So <laughs> That's gonna, okay. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a I'm lot here for it. That joint is awesome. That's yeah, a really good joint. Like yeah. It. Yeah. Well, the, the Wonka bar, we had one the other night, and then I had one the other day with a buddy of ours, and they're so tight. I don't know who rolled them, but they're tight as well. They're very tight. Yeah, so this is a good this, thing. Yeah. Good, good, good things. <laughs> These are good things. But yeah, so I would be curious, um, and I'm sure our audience would be curious to hear, like, you know, how do you... Um, because you said psychedelics plant medicine, and that's actually a lot of, like, what I like to consider psychedelics as, as well. Um, so explain to us, share with us, like, what your feelings and opinions towards that word, towards, like, you know, anything. Share us all things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, I really prefer to, when we're talking about uh, psychedelics, that are plant-based. I like to use the term entheogen to refer to them. Say that one more time for me. Yeah. Entheogen? Entheogen. What's that? So entheogen is a Greek word that actually translates to creating the divine within. Um, So it can be kind of traced back to 1979. Um, There was an academic paper published um, and it was I can't exactly remember what the paper was about, but that's that kind of where that's, that doesn't matter. <laughs> this is, where, this is the first time the term, the term was used. Um, nice. So we see this term used a lot uh, when it comes to decriminalization. Okay. Um, are you passing this? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> when it comes to decriminalization. So um, you find academics and uh, lawmakers, policy people, um, trying to use words not like psychedelic that was often associated Mm -hmm. with um, the uh, psycho aspect of it, which can kind Mm. of be a put-off to some people, you know, especially those, you know... Connotations are a powerful thing. Absolutely. Words are magic. And then um, (laughs) as far as, like, not wanting to use hallucinogen, which, like, kind of refers to the ability of to see. So that's not always what these substances provide us with. So we see entheogen having roots um, in those things, and it is actually used as a reclamation of ancient spiritual medicines that bridge the gap in indigenous cultures and science. Uh, So a lot of times you use that when you're referring to plant medicines used in shamanism, Mm -hmm. um, plant medicine ceremonies, and it's usually referred to for substances that have roots in ancient cultures. That's awesome. Wow. I love just like the the combination or the, the bridging of worlds together using, you know, psychedelics to, yeah. to be that bridge. That's uh that's awesome. Plus I love big words. Big fancy words. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, ooh. That, yeah, that so you so you call them that spot. and people are like, oh, ooh. it sounds like she's talking about some type of psychedelic, but I don't know what that you know what right. I mean. What that is. And yeah. then uh, yeah, so they it's often usually referred to in um, plant medicine. So some some people refer to things like LSD and uh, more man more like the man-made DMT. Yeah. And re- use it in reference to that, but you find it most commonly used uh, with medicines like ayahuasca, sure. psilocybin, oh mescaline. Sure. I had no idea about that. That's so interesting, and it definitely um, opens up a different lens. Yeah. yeah, just because, like, I guess I've never known what the column other than psychedelics, yeah. so it's interesting to see, and, like... You know, a lot of the reasons that I like using psychedelics um, is to connect to spirit, to connect to, and have, like, those really, oh my god, those, like, really deep and transformative and, like, life-changing experiences. But the thing about psychedelics that I have found, um, and I have only, so me personally, I have partaken in, like, LSD, um, shrooms, I've taken different types of shrooms, too. Um, which I did not realize that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many shrooms. Yeah, so many. So many options. Um, and that's really about it. So I'm over here just like I've all I all I've done. He's is only some shrooms, done shrooms. Oh, okay. But we've done it the a shrooms lot. Are, shrooms are really great. Shrooms I mean, are I, my favorite. Yeah, for like sure. I um, I've had many different types of shroom trips and different um, you know 
quantities, mm-hmm. right? Different doses. And uh, my very first trip, uh, you know, we've already talked about this in the previous episode. Yeah, I forgot what um, it was. But, you know, we talked about how, like, I, I had this really fantastic experience, you know, where I was at a campground and we were just, like, up all night, mm, staring mm-hmm. at the stars. Like, everything looked like oil painting, you know. Yeah. And, like, but, you know, different experiences to the point where I was, I was like, okay, I'm I'm not, I'm not like a rocket ship right now. I'm about to blast <laughs> off, and I'm not sure if I can hold on. You know, what yes. I mean? like so. There, talk maybe a little bit more. I would like to hear more about like. Yeah, like you have sh- so much like, like good the, information already. Like, like the we just started. Right, but like within like the the realm of medicine, you know, certain people I would imagine need higher doses in order to like get to certain places within themselves. Like mm. I would imagine, like people who are severely depressed would probably need a little bit of a higher dose to be able to go deeper inside themselves mm-hmm. and really have that like meaningful connection mm-hmm. that would, when they come out, have a profound effect on them. So I don't know. I was just kind of curious, like dose wise, like, yeah. do you know, like, um, so I'm somebody who always kind of just, uh, tries to stick with my solid eighth when I'm, when I'm taking right. uh, mushrooms, Not especially like psilocybin. Yeah. Just enough to get a good, Good tripping, um, right. but I, I know that too. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, and um, yeah, so I feel like it's different for everybody, like you said, and I right. think it's also about what you're seeking from that experience. Right. Yes. If you're just seeking, you know, just to feel a little elated, uplifted, mm-hmm. you don't want to see any visuals or those kinds of things. It's definitely good. I mean, some people just will take like a gram and a half or two grams and. Still feel I just like did that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, and I could totally tell because actually I was um, with Chelsea last night and I called Dave and I could just tell he was just like in a such better mood. Like <laughs> it was just like okay, all right, sounds good. I, like, I didn't even oh, know like, it either. Yeah. Like, we were talking on the phone and you just there. You were silence and I'm like. Cause Cause I'm just okay? like, <laughs> like, no, I'm just processing. Exactly. So it's anyway. like he did some did some shrooms, but yes, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but um, so I know that uh, I definitely saw that, especially when um on my ayahuasca retreat and um, the shaman when you would go up for your first dose. He, you had had a sit down with him beforehand and talked about, you know, the reason you were coming for the medicine, what you were seeking from it, what your intentions were, what you hope to gain type of thing. And Mm -hmm. if there was any health issues, uh, kind of like what you were talking about, depression or physical ailments, those kinds of things. So it's a very serious for our, our audience who may not be, it's a very serious thing. Like you don't, yeah, this is not something that like you, you just go and do. Yeah, okay, so yeah, we could precursor if we want and talk about ayahuasca a little bit. Sure. Or, yeah, like, to yeah. kind of give some background we, we just, and backtrack. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. And then, yeah, go into that because I, I love where it's going, but I, I'm yeah, not Yeah, some sure. people are like, what is she talking yeah. about? What yeah. word is she using? I can't even say that. <laughs> what is that even? Uh, yeah, so ayahuasca is an entheogenic brew that comes from the Amazon rainforest. Uh, it is made from the, I, I could very well butcher the pronunciation on this, so don't quote me, but <laughs> Banisteriopsis copy vine and chacruna leaves, which are like a tobacco <laughs> leaf. But so yeah, it's a decoction. So they brew the, this vine and the leaves together in a brew over fire. The shaman tends to it or his apprentice, um, and it becomes like a tea almost that you take. Uh, what and does it a, taste like? Oh. <clears throat> it is literally <laughs> the most putrid thing that you could possibly envision. The way, and, the, and I have no idea what this actually tastes like, but you know how sometimes smells and like, you just feel like you would know what something would smell like? Yeah, yeah. Ayahuasca tastes like a decomposing body in pond water. Oh, oh wow! Chunky okay. sometimes, very bitter. Sometimes it's very thick. Interesting. Uh, and it's black, so it's just—it's really not enjoyable. Like it can okay. make you puke just drinking Which it. Makes you wonder. <laughs> why did they put that together and yeah. think that this is an okay thing to drink and consume in the first place? Yeah. So. Um, 
these cultures often will believe that um, their story goes because a lot of it is oral history passed well, down. Yeah, 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 that's a yeah. Um, but they would say that. Um, oh, sorry, hold on, I, I forgot what we were saying. It's oh, okay. How did they <laughs> decide this? <laughs> I remember. I <laughs> get it in there real quick. Uh, but yeah, they they said that the plant spirits talked to them and told mm. them to combine these things. They would. Be, they had a very extensive knowledge of, mm-hmm. they still do, have a very extensive knowledge of their landscape and utilizing their landscape for as medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said that the plant spirits came to them and they have been doing this for centuries. Right. And it's hard to physically date that because, uh, you know, again, it's not a written history. Sure, so you, you're going based on like archaeological data and yeah. That's a whole side thing. Uh, so oh my gosh, basically, I ayahuasca <laughs> is the brew. Uh, so it comes from the Amazon rainforest. So really, I feel like the best way to honor that medicine is to go to her homeland when mm-hmm. you're ready for that journey. Oh, oh, yeah. um, but yes. it is one of the strongest hallucinogens known to man. Um, it's DMT. Right. Now, before you get too far into that experience and your personal experiences, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about yeah. that. But I do know that... The reason they put the leaf and the bark together is because, is it the bark that has the MMA? Mm-hmm. So the bark, Mm-mm. or is it the leaf? The leaf has the, the, D- the DMT. Right. So your, your body can't ingest that. It mm-hmm. doesn't break it down, right? So when it combines with that bark, it, it has a, an enzyme blocker within Absolutely. it that allows you to actually have the experience. Cause if the you don't MAOI have that, inhibitor. Exactly. Or like, yeah, the MAOI. Yeah, when I heard that story and I heard that, I was like, Seriously, it's not just like one thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like two things together. That one thing out of all of the species that you can mm-hmm. find in the Amazon. Yeah, It's that one amazing. thing that they found together. That, and it gives more credence, I think, to the story of Absolutely. spirits telling yeah. them to put it together. That's yeah, because true. if you take one by itself, you don't get that. If you just take the chacruna leaves, your body, like you said, can't process it. Mm-hmm. It needs that MAOI to break, it, break down the enzyme so that your body can process it. It's amazing. Anyway, I love this. Yeah, so I, you should come on our show more often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd be honored. Um, yes. I'd be honored. Well, maybe we'll <laughs> this expand is great. Our, yeah, I feel like we're gonna have to expand to our psychedelic experiences. <laughs> yeah, maybe for sure. The it show. goes with the theme: higher yeah. consciousness. Yeah. I mean, it really explorers it of consciousness. We'll go to yeah. Oregon and do it. Oregon's hell like yes. Hell yeah. Speaking yeah, of, yes. to Oregon. Ending the war on drugs. We, yeah, we were actually in our last episode, we had mentioned, I was like, um, it feels like the war on drugs, like, you know, you see this, like, with everything that's happening, it's like, is, the war on drugs is being lifted, so mm-hmm. it's like, are we gonna come together because of drugs? And it's yeah. like, yeah, we kind of are. Like, and, like, cannabis has led that revolution, we're seeing, more, yeah. what, there's only three states in the U.S. right now that yeah. do not have at least medical. Right. Yeah. Which that's is amazing! amazing. Yes. It's huge. I'm, I'm Monumental. I'm surprised that it has its Sooner, yeah, like, federally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just thought federally, I and maybe so. now that we've got it, you know, what I we hope have so. now, fingers so. crossed <laughs> that we have, you know, at least a chance yeah. to maybe start doing that. Especially because I think, like you said, it's just a precursor because mushrooms are far more medically mm. important. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I think they both have their validity, Absolutely. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think... I know from a fact that mushrooms are a neural connector. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they actually help to improve people that have brain mental and, mm-hmm. and, and brain, you know, problems. Yes. Absolutely. So. Yes. So we've gotten like way off track, but that's okay. Um, okay. So yes. Back to ayahuasca. Back to, back to ayahuasca. So it's a brew. It tastes yeah. horrible. Um, but also going back to what you were talking about, dosages. is mm-hmm. That's how I got on that yes. topic. Sure. So once you have your sit down with your shaman, he feels out what, what you're being called to come to the medicine for. Uh, when you go up for your dose, you so what it looks like is you're in a in a spot called the Maloka, and it is a raised wooden platform that's screened in and has like a thatch hut um, roof on it, mm-hmm. made out of different natural materials. Um, but it's all screened in with mosquito netting because the mosquitoes are relentless. Sure. And yes. um, <laughs> you take the medicine at night, so it's completely dark. Uh, mm. When you go in, there's mats all on the ground. Everybody has their own mat. And next to it is your purge bucket. Um, and at the front is the shaman 
who sits with the medicine and his different tools that he uses throughout the ceremony. Uh, so you get called up one by one. He administers the dose to you, which comes in a shot glass. Um, and it's really, side note, something you would anticipate like, wow, this sounds so like sacred. They've got to be using some sacred vessel that they put it in. Like a lot of times the brew is in like a two liter bottle. Like they're very purposeful. They, uh, wow. you know, use yeah. what you've got, which yeah. I always, I was yeah. like, okay, not yeah. what I was anticipating, but, but here we go. Like, that's actually, you know what though? Like a lot of my family in Mexico, like yeah. it's a very, so like, it's a very like intact with like that deep, like cultural using what you have. Yes. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I commend that. them for it. Yeah. Um, giving yes. giving a sacred use to something that was just <clears throat> that, like consumer this, culture. Boy, yeah, giving it a purpose. Um, yes, I love it. So yes. yeah, so he uh, pours from the two liter into your little shot glass. Like I said, it's absolutely horrible. Um, and <laughs> the first time that everybody took it, it was like a half a shot glass full because you just want to see yeah, how it feels. It, yeah. Um, that was the one thing that I had a question about, just like, I would, like, heart racing, yes. I would feel like, getting into that yeah. experience, and just oh. seeing everybody get their dose. I had just, a full-blown panic attack, I'm yeah. Serious. I'm serious, I don't like, wait, I feel yeah, like I, don't I think, would have I don't, a bit of that, be too. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing, I'm sure you probably went into it knowing a yeah. little bit about what was going to happen, so, I mean, knowing some of that... Your mind just, I mean, imagine, can race, so continue. Yeah, Yeah. but, and then even to touch on that, uh, so my draw to ayahuasca really came from, uh, so I have a degree in anthropology and psychology from U of M Dearborn, Mm -hmm. Um, and while I was there, within the field of anthropology, my major focus was indigenous spirituality. Uh, so I worked, I did a lot of research, not necessarily groundwork, field work, yeah. uh, but like any papers, term projects and things. Mm-hmm. I was always very interested in ayahuasca. Uh, so there were several different papers. So I had read plenty of academic literature on it beforehand on top of just, you know, your basic internet searches. This is a very popular uh, substance to go and seek. Uh, but I felt like I had knew what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest downfall to go into because oh, you come with these inherent expectations. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And at yeah, the time I felt really let down that it like wasn't what I expected. Interesting. And hmm. afterward my true healing came after the ceremony, reflecting and integrating the lessons that I had learned. Yeah. So it's like a, it's okay. something like that. So uh so yeah, so basically you're in the Maloka um where we were at, we were at Capitari, which is a retreat center. Um, and it's in the middle of the jungle. We had, mm-hmm. you fly into Iquitos, which is the, um, largest city only able to be reached by river or, fl- uh, by air travel. There's no roads Gross. into. Oh, wow. Because wow. so, it's surrounded sure. by for- rainforest. Yeah. Uh, so you fly into this really little town, very interesting, like just so vibrant. Um, and then we, the spirits, ooh, the spirits are like, I, I hear that. Yeah. It was sparking. Yeah, I saw that too. I, so I made an ancestor candle for our friend here. And as Chelsea was, is talking about this, it's like crackling and fizzing and sparking. And it's just ooh. like, ooh, it's very like, yeah. spirit is strong. Channeling okay. that. Yeah, you really are. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, after uh, you, so we got on a bus from Iquitos, went, t- took like a 30 minute bus ride to this random dock, got in this wooden boat that's, there's probably a name for the boat, I don't know. It's wooden, super long, there's a little single engine motor off of it. Mm. Um, and then, you know, they'll use like sticks to kind of guide it through the more. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I had to take a 45 minute boat ride and then it was about a third. Yeah. On the Amazon River, so that was really That was probably a beautiful Yeah, Yeah, it was beautiful. Seeing all the little towns up on the stilts, like, because the river rises and falls. And and then you had to track, like, about 30 minutes through the jungle to get to the retreat. So, like, you're... In the middle. Yeah, there's no... Like, if an emergency happens, you're in it to win it. So, like, that... 
is you're talking about like that's anxiety like, yeah. that's what's going through my mind i'm like if i die i'm that's yeah. it yeah. ashes to ashes dust to dust oh, right boy. the jungle wow. flames yeah. yeah yeah at least you yeah but i did my research before be cool. on the retreat center and knew uh that it was a, a really responsible place, then uh, I really like it because the shaman there works with the other people in the local community, teaching them permaculture and sustainability mm. and like teaching them how to best work with their land. Okay, we need to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is over here. Like, running like, the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and it was super affordable. Like a lot of like ayahuasca tourism, uh, um, it drives Iquitos. It is oh, sure. a. Um, there's a lot of exploitation, unfortunately, going on. So, like, it's definitely good to do your research. And, of course, if you want to go to an experience where you have Wi-Fi and hot running water, and, like, yeah. you can totally do that. I mean, there's retreat centers here in the sure. U.S. you could go to. Yeah. Sure. But me, I was I like, this is something I have wanted to do for yeah. so long. Take me to the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, but then the shaman kind of determines your dose and um, – after everybody sits down, then they blow out the candle and you're sitting in just complete darkness. And it's quiet for a little bit. All you hear is the jungle, the sounds of the animals and the monkeys and the bugs and the thunderstorms that would roll in. Mm -hmm. And it's also just this wow. sense of being in the void because you can't, it's dark. Right, right. And then the shaman comes and he starts singing his ikaros, which are sacred songs that the plant medicine speaks through him to guide the medicine through your body. Oh so he magical. sings them. He has like a wood flute he'll play. He has like this leaf maraca thing. Um, but I accidentally left out this part. Like uh, before he starts singing, he comes around to each person and he is opening you up to the plant medicine. So he has mapacho, which is sacred jungle tobacco. Um, he smokes like, it, it smokes like a cigar. Uh, mm -hmm. So he has his cigar and he stands over you and you're sitting on your mat and he's standing over you and he takes the smoke in his mouth and he goes on the top of your head and blows it to open up mm. your energy. He'll wow. pull your shirt, blow it beneath your shirt here, your arms. He'll have you sometimes stick your arms out. He'll cleanse your body with the smoke mm. and that's inviting the spirit of ayahuasca. They go very well together. Mm. So that's inviting her spirit in. Wow. And, um, yeah, and then uh, he sings his ikaros, guides you through it. Um, it's a purgative, so uh, physically it makes you purge, uh, vomiting, mm -hmm. pooping, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the crying, messy mm -hmm. things that are really tough to experience. A physical purge. Yeah, is and energetically energy. just as much. Yeah, well, yeah, because, like, we've talked about before, everything is energy, so, like... Oftentimes, like, it's an energetic thing that has created a physical thing. It's <clears throat> mostly always starts energetically before it goes physically. But sometimes it can go the other way. It just depends on, like, the situation like, mm -hmm. or whatever. But uh, so does the shaman take it too? Yes. Okay. So the shaman uh, ingests the medicine. And then you have facilitators who do not take the medicine but are maybe apprenticing or learning with the shaman, working with him, mm -hmm. um, and they don't take the medicine. And so anybody who is going through a particular rough patch, if you need help going to the bathroom, mm -hmm. um, if you are freaking out, mm -hmm. uh, they kind of come over as the sober mind, mm -hmm. assist you through it. They're, they're trained in how to assist you. Um, there was also a nurse uh who wasn't sitting in ceremony but within the but just nearby yeah okay. where the um where the retreat was at um so yeah and then um yeah you purge and it's sometimes very traumatic and sometimes very uh enlightening and connective it's different for everybody she gives you exactly what you need and oftentimes going back to that expectation it's never what you, like, I went there personally, and I was like, I have mental health issues. I was seeking some healing on that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that was not what I got, but I got exactly what I needed from it, so, like, I, um, just to touch on it, which is yeah. also kind of a yeah. taboo subject, oh, but, no, um, 
So I have had a lot of issues with my menstrual cycle in my life, um, and I was on hormonal birth control for 14 years to, quote-unquote, heal that issue. Same here. I was on it for 10 years to yeah. heal it. But it never really healed it. It was no. just putting a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. Um, so I was on birth control at the time, and, he, you know, they go over an entire medical do you have any, you know, what oh, what issues do you have? Yeah. So I was like, I don't, are you taking anything? I take birth control. And he's like, okay, well, can you not take it? And I was like, well, no, like I take it for, you know, issues. And I told yeah. him everything. And then he was like, okay, well, I would suggest that you would go off it because you came here for healing. And I was like, oh, well, like it had become so routine in my life that I didn't even know I needed to heal that. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, that is where I had it's a profound transformational experience and Mother Ayahuasca, who she's usually lovingly referred to uh, in the spirit community and people who have communed with her. Um, but yeah, she uh, showed me exactly what I needed and awoke the divine feminine within me. And like yeah. me doing this women's work is all a result of... Yeah. Working with ayahuasca. Yeah, and last night... Revolutionary. I, it's honestly, it was. And, like, so I've, I've attended a couple of your sister circles, and last night definitely was a very deep... And the one thing I, like, definitely, like, wanted to share, and I guess I'm going to share here so everyone else, like, knows this, you did a really good job of holding space for people because people shared some really personal and deep and heavy things, and you gave them that space and they're all coming because of you and your energy oh, so so much <laughs> I could cry right now I but I'm gonna try and hold it together it's just so beautiful <laughs> well, two Libras over here yeah, like of course we're like oh thank you yes, gassing yes. each other up I love it yes, yes. yes. well thank it's just you. because like I you know I do this work too mm -hmm, you know but yeah. like there's so many people I can't do it all you know like yeah. I so I want to support those who I like really wholeheartedly believe in so yeah um so it's, that's amazing that that now that I know that mm -hmm. that I think for me just makes it more special because seeing that that is like the beauty of ayahuasca it can really create these really long-term mm -hmm. effects for you emotionally and physically and the the birth control thing I get you with that because you know what one of the things that I heard when I first started going into this work when I first decided I was like when I'm gonna be this high priestess mm -hmm. the first thing I heard was get off your birth control that was a message for me from spirit it was a personal thing I'm not saying y'all have to do it please have your own decision and choice seek your own doctor's advice and etc cetera, etc cetera. but for me that's what I heard and mm -hmm. so I was like okay and like I was on it for the same reasons, like, I was trying to heal something, um, but it was just really putting a band-aid on it, and it really came down to, like, an energetic healing. I'm still kind of going through, mm -hmm. like, healing it, but at least I'm in a place where I'm honoring it, and actually I got my menstrual cycle, like, the Friday the 13th, which is, like, the day of, like, the goddess, yes. actually, it was the day before, so it was, like, it, you know, it was just nice, and, like, now I can honor those kind of you know divine feminine cycles because of that and it's Absolutely. like it's beautiful but yeah that was like one of the main reasons for my mental health that was part of my you know so it's amazing to see the long-term effects so oh my god like I just like I... how we like this, this show is, is psychedelics and I'm sure people came listening mm -hmm. thinking like you know, we were just talking about expectations. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're just like about a bunch of drug stories. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And we're over here talking about ayahuasca and, and menstrual cycles. Yeah, like, hey. wow. This just like this is an interesting. But they're so entwined because they it are. really goes back to like the purpose of these substances. Are they meant to be? tools for us to use right. and civilizations like have been using these right. um you know there's a lot of from the Eleusian <laughs> mysteries like mm -hmm. like things like that right. then yeah. you have in mexico like the the mushroom you see all these depictions and oh my uh, god everywhere it's beautiful. Like, yeah it's, right. it's beautiful so speaking of mushrooms mm -hmm. um and also christmas because mm -hmm. this is our christmas eve episode right Ooh. um <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be the best gift. Yeah, that would be a best gift. Santa. (laughs) Santa, please bring Mm -hmm. us some mushrooms, please. Bring us some good shrooms. I want to try the the white, the the ones that look like Santa, the red Mm, and like the... Yes, the Amanita Muscaria. Yes, yes, yes. Please tell us more about that. Words are great, yes. Yes. So, uh... Santa was a shaman, is basically how this story begins. Whoa! Oh my <laughs> Plot god! Plot twist. Cheer <laughs> um, <hear> that, kids. <laughs> Listen up, children. This is the one that you sit your children yes. down yes. and tell them the real roots. The real roots is the real Santa, Santa Claus. Santa um, So I first heard about this theory. Uh, in anthropology, I can't remember what specific class it was, but I, it was an anthropology of religion class. Um, and the professor talked about how this figure that we've come to know as Santa uh, was actually a Siberian shaman. Um, and then he went into all the symbolism and then I kind of just went off on a tangent and was like, wow, I'm going to research all of this. So then I, I delved or, you know, I got into that as well. So a little bit about how Santa is considered this. So, uh, you talking about the red and white mushroom, the Amanita muscaria. So those. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it's like, Ooh, it's story time. So like, let's like, let's everybody get your joints out. Get your joint, get ready for story time. Halfway through the show. Sit around your Christmas tree. Yes. Burn the Yule logs. Yes. Here's our Yule Yule joy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Yeah. So uh, Siberia is located close enough to the North Pole. So very Arctic. Um, Yeah. So uh, they were typically a nomadic. Herder. It's so tight. Just tortured this shit. Very tight. Well, because it's so tight. We're interrupting. That's okay. That's what this is about. You're good. Okay, yes. We're just so honestly, so both Dave and I, there's no like video or anything. <coughs> Damn it. Who's this coffin again? <laughs> I was supposed to make it. Okay, but Dave and I are just so like, I don't know, I feel like my mouth is like wide open and my eyes are wide, just like listening to <laughs> all of these things right now, so. Yes, anyway, tell us more about Siberian Santa. After you hit Shaman. that joint, yes, I'm after sorry. You know. It's tight as fuck. I yeah. It is a very tight joint. Yeah. I've been trying to loosen the shit out of it. and <laughs> Loosen the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, I have. I'm going to purge it of its clogginess. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. Burn it, burn it, burn it. Beautiful. The hot bike fall off, so be careful. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so... Um, Traditionally, the the people from this land were nomadic herders, and what did they used to herd? Reindeer. Damn. <laughs> so that's uh, a connection with uh, Santa and his reindeer. Um, but that even goes further. So the Amanita muscaria, that red and uh, white mushroom, grows under pine trees. Uh, like gifts under the tree. What? what? The fuck? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I just had like oh my. I had a journey, and, like, there was a... I just had a huge connection. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yes. Breakthrough moment. moment. I love that. Yeah, that was... Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, these reindeer eat the mushrooms under the tree. But even more interesting... Sweet fly. Yes. Oh, oh my... But the Amanita... Amini, ugh, the Amanita <laughs> mushrooms... Uh, are also kind of similar, not similar to ayahuasca, but in that eating the mushroom itself will not necessarily make you trip because, again, your body can't properly break it down to release uh, the substance that... That's the secret. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are ready for this. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I'm like, if kidding. someone eats them and then they urinate, the urine oh. is how you're able Whoa. to properly absorb it. Whoa. So these reindeer, when people or other animals who would urinate after eating them, these reindeer would go nuts and eat the snow in that yeah. because they're, they're tri- eating it and oh. tripping. Yeah. yeah. But also these shamans would notice that. Notice that. Right. And so it was kind of vice versa. They would That's 
also indulge in some reindeer urine. Because well, you well, could, they want to know yeah. what's happening. And I don't know if I didn't find this out on my own, but also Joe Rogan talks about this in one of his podcasts with um, uh, I can't remember Grant something, um, but he said some. He's like, so sometimes when you go there for these like retreats or working with it, you have to drink the shaman's urine. Like, in, like you yeah. know, I'm talking about the ayahuasca just, retreat. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was just okay. going to say, you drink like, this dead body juice, and then we're drinking urine. You're we're chasing uh, reindeer. Like. We're going to be licking toads. And... Sometimes these aren't meant to be all Eating enjoyable fish. and sunshine and happiness. I, I but yeah. say, like, no, because are, they're, they're deep, transformative healing yeah. tools. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a recreational Mm-mm. experience. Yeah, yeah, no, none of these things, just to throw that out there. A lot of these things that we're talking about tonight are not really meant to. Like, shrooms kind of are yes and no. Like, we'll probably touch more on that a little bit later. But a lot of these things are meant to be taken serious, and these things aren't meant to necessarily, Very like, serious. be, like, playful. And, like, you have to know what you're doing. There's a lot that goes into it. So yeah. do your research. If you haven't figured that out already. Yeah. <laughs> Intention is everything. And, yes. you know, not to, not to branch off, but I think that's something that I've learned as well. Like, when I first came to start using these substances, it was 100%. Yes to get fucked up like I started in high school like you know I was exploring those and I wasn't self-aware or spiritual at that time yeah but now I've the connection that I've built with these substances have has cultivated a level of self-awareness and I think intention is everything yeah anytime you know obviously ayahuasca but when I when I just take you know psilocybin mushrooms it's really nice to just sit down take a minute do a ritual Mm -hmm. feel into that plant medicine Mm -hmm. ask its plant spirit for guidance, whatever you're seeking, set an intention, and make sure you come back to that throughout your journey. Yeah, and I feel like sure. that really is a way to kind of take that those experiences to the next level. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, that Absolutely. is like honestly, like I am with you with that because it does because well, that's because that's how they're meant to be used, you know. And well, it's just my, you get like you said, you get the best out of it. And my, my dad was asking me recently about. Wanting to yeah, indulge. that's right. Yeah. Nice. Just, just to just to try to, to do some you know yeah. work on his because you know he's a he's an older man uh-huh. you know so he's, he's getting to that one. point in his his life where you know death is you know much more of a reality yeah. to con- con- to actually consider for yourself mm-hmm. you know we all know that our time here is very fragile right yeah. But um, when you get to that point in your life, I'm sure it becomes much more of a daily thing. Yeah. Where you're thinking about it all the time. Absolutely. And he had saw this thing on 60 Minutes where they were talking about Mm -hmm. it. And And it was because I asked to put on that 60 Minutes too, which was like so synchronistic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was was just curious about it because it might help to get some perspective on, on life and death. And I explained to him, I was like... I think what you're really trying to, to understand is, is identity. Like, what mm. happens to you as a, as a person here on this planet mm-hmm. after that's gone? You know, mm-hmm. like, what is your identity like yeah. at that point? Absolutely. You know? And Because uh, he defines Ego, himself, like I would imagine he defines himself very much like as a, as a, as a father, as a mm-hmm. patriarch. Yep. Yes. You know? yeah. And without that, you know, he's basically leaving everyone behind. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you're letting go of your ability to take care of that family that you once mm-hmm. did. So who are you at that point? And I think that these types of experiences open that door Absolutely. for you to really see that it's not about your your meat bag suit that you're wearing yes. right now. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a conduit, yes. you know, in which to experience, but it's a conduit for a soul that mm-hmm. is far greater and more infinite mm-hmm. than any consciousness that you may be able to say is Dave Swartz, you know absolutely yeah yeah and that's the you know nail on the head on that one so you know I just think that mushrooms in and of themselves that's why I think they're much more of like a a medically important tool that we need to you know research and start to implement because it will help people not only with end of life but with how to live their life after trauma or how to you know deal with certain things like depression or when they're Alcoholism. having memory loss, yeah, you know, all kinds in, of in things. PTSD, PTSD, yes. yeah, yeah, PTSD. That's where you're yeah. seeing this research, <coughs> like on these, you know, 
going back into decriminalization, that really opens up opportunities for for research to really occur because they're not facing legal, you know, whether it's a university or I know for for a while, most research was coming out of NYU or Johns Hopkins Mm -hmm. when it was to do with any type of hallucinogen or Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, But now, especially in Oregon, where we're seeing that, this is going to flourish. They're, they're kind of like, you know, when we had our first state that legalized cannabis and then you saw, wow, that went really well. Yeah. Well, everybody's going to catch on, you know? Right, right, exactly. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're seeing this open up to where uh, people can do research and, yes, for end of life, uh, coming to terms with that. But, uh, that's huge. That's, especially yeah. even in people with, like, terminal illnesses. A lot of work has been done with that. <coughs> Well. Yeah, that's going to be really... Ann Arbor recently decriminalized... Yes. Uh, I was too, so happy amazing. about that, yeah. Yeah, so we're we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. But yes, back to... Okay, Santa is a shaman, yes. Santa is a shaman, yes. Okay, so, um, so we already know we, we've got the trees, or the pine trees with the gifts under them, the mushrooms growing under, we've got the reindeer, um, the... Uh, Urine drinking that was going on. Mm. Um, so, hey, I haven't made that. Um, I'm good. Okay. Um, I haven't made that one, but that could very well be. Um, so, again, we're in the North Pole. Uh, snow is a very real reality. So, some of these people are snowed in for the entire time being. Um, so, these medicine men would come down through the chimney. Because the opening, the, the snowdrifts the snow had snowed actually, it in. Yeah. So they were walking, a t- their houses were essentially <laughs> underneath the s- snow. Dude. That's a, and so wow. the Santa would come in down the chimney. Crazy. <laughs> um, and bestow gifts beneath the tree. So he would have a sack <laughs> on his back with all of these mushrooms that had been dried. Uh, and he, these would... Or sometimes they would be fresh, and people would take a sock and hang them above their fireplace oh, to dry the mushrooms. Or you would hang them on trees outside right. um, to ornaments. dry them yeah. like ornaments. Oh, yeah. My gosh. This is the Christmas yeah. I want to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Santa's fucking badass. I know, right? He's a fucking badass. Yeah. Badass. Or uh, sprinkling mushrooms out people. Oh, Saint Nick. Yeah, I love it. It's um, amazing. So, yeah, and sometimes people would uh, leave an offering in gratitude for him bringing these, so the whole milk and cookies. Uh, It could have been sacred smoke or food, whatever they might have brought. And Terrence McKenna, uh, people listening to this might know if you're into psychedelics and things like that. I'm not going to get into that whole tangent, but he has this whole archetype of the elves, Uh, that he's experienced through DMT trips and all of this. So some people believe that in this theory of Santa as a shaman, Santa is communing with these elf-like spirits Mm. in his trip. Um, So there we have Santa with the elves. And um, the winter solstice, which was typically on December 20th, 21st, often where... Mm -hmm. Christmas, sure. got its roots, yeah. <laughs> pagan, yep. pagan holidays. Um, so at that time, yes. these medicines <laughs> were dry and ready to distribute. So that is when he would go things that he had harvested all summer, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, something that we can <coughs> see where might not necessarily prove the relationship but if you ever notice, like, really old antique ornaments, Christmas ornaments, a lot of them picture the red and white mushroom, the Amanita muscaria, European yeah, ornaments, right. yeah. typically. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. is, yeah, Santa as a shaman. He yeah. is the wow. red and white mushroom. And wasn't there more, like, elf depiction, too? And they're, they're really, I mean, it's, it's yeah. part of the Santa it's thing. It's more about, psychedelic. But, like, but, I mean, right. yeah. But that's the thing is, like, the elf has become, you know, more of a backdrop character, oh, whereas I think, like, in previous, you know, uh, incarnations of the, the, the you know, symbols, yeah. I think that they're much more prominent. Yeah. You know, it seemed like it was more elves and mushrooms, you know, and not jolly old fat man and, you know, right. Frosty the Snowman. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, 
That's so interesting. So now it's turned into like what it is now today. And yeah, I'm and not... they, some people. I, this was also in that <clears throat> same anthro class. He followed up with, um, but the traditional Santa we see in the red and white suit that has actually been traced back to a Coca Cola commercial. And so, who knows? Like what did they, yeah. like? Ba- I, I can't remember the years, right. but it was a Coca Cola. Excuse me, it might not have been a commercial. It might have been an ad, like yeah. a print like, ad. Yeah, mm-hmm. print. Um, sure. But it had to have been a time where they were printing in color. So, I mean, I don't know. Interesting. Don't know. So, yeah, that is I don't very. Know. But to ask the people that were from a, a very past generation what they remember yeah. as far as their Christmas. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Because I don't remember that far back. No. Yeah. We do have Google. We do have. We do have Google. Google. Google is a thing. thing. We could. We could Google yeah, yeah. that. Well, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so. Well, I do remember what's in the like. That's the one thing I like think about for Christmas though is Coca Cola because my yeah. my papa like quite literally every Christmas would always like buy the glass bottle yep. of like the Coca Cola with like the Santa and like the bears and. All of that stuff on it, and so I always associate <laughs> it with Christmas, but I never like. Put that's so together. interesting, yeah. That that it could really potentially be traced back that mm-hmm. far. So, I more wow, I do Christmas. too. I want to celebrate Christmas that way. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm way more sacred. Yeah, way yeah. way more sacred and way more Your like. Reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> We pull up to Heritage Park and they're like, we're like, we just want to commune with the reindeer. They're like, "Mm, are you sure? We're like, Like, we're freeing them. Let them be. We're like the third or fourth group tonight. There's a theme. We're we're all, we're we're here as a family. Oh, that's great. I love to celebrate like that. I would too. Just like it, like you said, it's more sacred. Well, and that's one of the things about like, you know, reaching that higher consciousness is that sense of like reaching that higher state of yourself, that higher power and whatever it is that you believe in connecting with that really deep parts and aspects of you that you may not be able to during like a normal day, you know, Mm -hmm. without those substances. And so again, like it's so sacred and they're really so special and they really do transform lives and they also spark great um creations as well um they could do pretty much almost everything and it just really goes back to like something that Dave and I have always talked about is you know there's science to back this up but then there's also that spiritual part it's like you know everything is energy so if we are mother earth and we utilize mother earth and we are self-healing through our own plants and through our own, like, you know, what we're reflecting, it makes sense that that it's going to be these deep transformative healings because these plants have, you know, grown into the earth. They have experienced, like, birth. And just like how we are as humans and how we are, you know, being birthed and living life and experiencing Mm -hmm. life. So it just, it makes so much sense. Absolutely. Well, there's similar chemicals, similar enzymes, certain similar nutrients Mm -hmm. that we all kind of share with the earth. You know, I mean, we we have so much in in common Mm -hmm. that there there is no wonder there's a major relationship Mm -hmm. between some of these things and our bodies and how we react to them. And the amazing thing to me is that we have these, you know, we were talking about before, stories about spirits mm-hmm, speaking mm-hmm. through us to then guide us to them. Mm-hmm. Because really when you look at it, you know, the, the rainforest in and of itself, all the species of plants and, and you know, other vegetation that's there is probably equal to the a num norm a number normal number <laughs> of the exactly of planets out there in the galaxy mm-hmm. that yeah. are potentially habitable, mm. you know, and you have to just pick the ones that are you know actually having this this beautiful little you know thing called life, mm-hmm. and Earth is one of those planets, and I'm yeah. sure that there's another one out there. Absolutely. We just have to be yeah. guided to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or it's just that it's already existing and we can't see it. It's on a different dimension. Oh. 
I've and always thought that. Going yeah, I honestly like. I really wholeheartedly believe like the moon like does have like it because all of those planets are living beings, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to like believe at some point, if not now, but at some point at the very least, that you know they've had to have living beings, and we know that they're living beings because astrologically and then cosmic weather they affect us mm-hmm. like with the transits and the retrogrades and things like that. So. It's just, and, but what's so interesting is by being so connected to Mother Earth, you are also so connected to the outer of Mother Earth, so the universe and the planet, so you can really make those, like, connections and those realizations and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and a very, like you said, like, a very profound and very sacred, but very beautiful way I just I love it I love psychedelics like I just love because it's like it's something that I feel like it has a very unfortunate kind of bad rap Mm -hmm. and it's gotten the language has gotten lost along the way Mm -hmm. yeah but we're moving forward clearly reclaiming (laughs) yeah like reclaiming these ancient ways reviving them yeah finding ways to pay honor and respect and yeah. Well, we have some, like, more time to talk about some other kind of psychedelics. So I know that you have, like, some other things. So, like, briefly, like, share with us um, some other things about, you know, psychedelics. Or other okay. types. Yeah. Or... <laughs> um, so uh, I would definitely say um, ayahuasca was some of my most profound experiences. But um, I also this summer tried DMT, smoking DMT for the first time. Um, And that was really interesting. I did it in probably my favorite place in all of Michigan. Um, I was backpacking with my boyfriend and we were in my favorite camp spot just in the back country right there on the shore, like Lake Michigan right outside of our tent. Yeah, I just always feel like really safe and that's also where I've like had my women's retreats with um, my sister who leads them. And uh, so I feel really connected to that earth. So already I was like, I know that this is a good spot for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was like nothing I had ever experienced. Um, we dabbed it. Uh, and it didn't make you fall asleep, but you instant like have either of you guys done it? No. No, no okay. Not yet. No. Okay, I so had, I had one experience one, one time where I had some from a buddy of mine and I put like he told me just to like sprinkle it on top of a, a, a cashed out bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Just vaporize it basically. Mm-hmm. So like I did you know, I did that. But I it like I my experience was like an instant mushroom trip like mm. I just felt like I instantly sort of went like right into this yeah. like really painterly hyper saturated yes. colorful you know sort of and I was there for about six seconds yep. and I came right back down oh yeah and I think he told me it was like you probably just didn't do enough yeah so. Yes, but it is a a very brief, like, this whole experience that I'm going to explain, that aspect of it literally probably lasted maybe five minutes, but it felt like eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you maybe feel the effects for 20, like, still, like, but the blast off, essentially, what they refer to it as. Okay, so you feel this instant need to just, like, lay down and close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, your body is almost just, like, melts. So, like... You just kind of, like, melted into the earth, and, um, like, when my face, I had my eyes closed, but when it was, my face was, like, straight on, looking up, I felt like I could see paisley print in this, Mm. like, real earthy, not vibrant, but it was, like, oranges, yellows, burnt, burnt crimson colors. Very earthy colors. Yeah, yeah. so like, and it was burnt flowing. Crimson. Yeah, <laughs> it was a burnt crimson oh, haze. Very that. specific. I remember why. <laughs> yeah, it was very yeah. specific when it was like, occurring. Yeah, I love that. My art story. historian. <laughs> Pretty crimson. accurate. My little cackle too. Yeah, that's great. Um, I love it. Yeah, so, and it was like a roll of, not film, but it was just like, a thread going up like I was watching it and it was just going above and I was like oh okay and then I turned my head like to the right as I'm still laying down and I saw this little entity that was 
Okay, do you know the Mickey Mouse with... I, I think it was the Fantasia Mickey Mouse. He has a blue <gasps> yeah, hat on with, with the, the star. Hat. <laughs> yes, that. But instead of being blue, it was black. And this entity was like small, but it wasn't in. It was just darkness around him, so it wasn't something for size reference. But he seemed small, and it was almost like a silhouette, like a side outline, very mm-hmm. pointy nose, little like short little thing. Mm-hmm. And there was a jack in the box. And he had the jack in the box, and oh he was goodness. cranking it, and he was looking at me and going, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Nodding like his I'm head. Like, yes. Yeah. And on the jack in the box, there was a, sp- a black and white spiral, and as he was cranking it, it was spinning the spiral. And I'm, like, looking at him, and I was terrified. And I said, talking well, yeah. about fear like we were talking right. about last yeah. night. Um, and I felt this fear, and I could feel that him cranking was cranking me out of my body. Like, he was like, just let go, surrender. But he wasn't speaking it out loud. It was telepathically. And he's like, surrender, it's okay, you're okay. And I'm like, I said out loud too, because at the time I was like holding my boyfriend's hand, death grip, like I was terrified. I felt like I was being ripped from my body. And he was like, just let go, just let go. And I said, I'm scared. And I said it out loud. And I hear Devin, who sound, that's my boyfriend, mm-hmm. he sounds miles away, and he's like, it's okay, you're fine, you're safe, you're held. Because, like, he was waiting oh to do God. it until after we were kind of, yeah. not babysitting, but making right. sure I no, wanted to do it one yeah. at a time. Like, I was nervous. Being, yeah, I gotta no, be I safe. I think that you're being safe, exactly. Yeah. 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 So he was like, you're okay, you're okay, like a little angel. Yeah. And then he, like, <laughs> let go of my hand, and I felt so frantic. And I was, like, feeling around in this darkness, just watching this entity crank the thing. And I was so scared, said I was scared. And then I, like, reached my other hand out because I had had like myself kind of like balled up uh-huh. and I felt the earth I could feel the sand bet- beneath my hand and I just like surrendered like I felt like I just let go and then it was just not really anything after that which was kind of interesting like yeah, I felt a, an extreme level of peace I like felt profound like Things made sense. Certain things that I had been thinking about clicked mm-hmm. within my head. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I opened my eyes and I was, like, looking. I looked at Devin and I was, like, I'm okay. And, like, I still, like, could f- I felt good, like, just ha- euphoric. Just yeah. laying there. Wow. Couldn't really sit up. Yeah. Like, still felt, like, not paralyzed, but just, like, <sighs> like limp. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so after that, just kind of, like, the everything was super vibrant. Um... The trees felt like they were just, like, enmeshed together, yeah. and um, it was just really beautiful, and I just kind of, like, felt like I was floating for, like, a solid 10, 15 minutes after that right. really intense wow. jack-in-the-box entity. It, it was like a little, like, I don't know. He was like a little jester. That's what I felt he was. Yeah. Like, I referred to him, not in the thing, but... Like he was, I instantly was like, oh, a little jester. Or like a little, yeah, like I don't a little, know, like, oh, yeah. So that was like, like a really. Wow. That's, uh, it makes, well, because again, like, you know, we have always talked about, we believe in infinite realms and infinite realities and right. infinite things happening all at the infinite time. And so it's interesting the ones that your mind picks you know, mm-hmm. or not, I don't even know if it's, it's your mind that's, or what it, that's, it's, the, that's the, that's thing the thing is, like, is what, like, what is like, yeah, yeah, or is it through from the medicine or something that comes through because of the environment or medicine or is it a combination of it all? Like, is it uh-huh. like, it's like, I think it goes back to the collective of like what really formulates and creates that experience. Where right. does that really come from? Right. I feel like it's a combination. I feel like it is you, you know, vibrating at a higher frequency, more in alignment with your highest self, making you an easier vector Mm -hmm. for that energy to flow through down into you. That uh, energy being the plant spirit. If it's, if you're working with like a natural medicine, because I feel like, especially ayahuasca really enlightened me on this is like, really working with that plant spirit and communing with it and seeing 
the use of those substances like that. Like plant medicines will always be my favorite. Like yeah. I'll choose that over LSD or DM, DMT any well, day just yeah. because I feel like I feel so <clears throat> grounded and held. Yeah. Like I know I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's natural. A yeah. It's a different experience. Like yes, yeah. yeah, it's a very, very. But I love. No, I'm, I'm with you there. Oh my god, this has been, this has been a fantastic. great show. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like I think we're gonna have to definitely have you back on in the future because yeah. like there's a Christmas present. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm the present very under good. the tree. Yay! We get chocolate. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. I'm just really grateful to be on here and to be a part of the magic that you guys are co-creating. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. This has been so exciting. So, oh my goodness. So is there anything that you would like to, like, for any people that want to find you or, like, talk to you more? Like, is there any way that they can or is this it? Um, yeah, yeah. you know, I get, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of around, uh, I do, uh, facilitate women's circles. So, um, we kind of touched on that, um, Mm -hmm. and also kind of going off of the womb work that I had from these amazing substances. So I lead women's circles. Uh, we focus a lot on the lunar and astrological themes and working with the energy of nature and the wheel of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, so any women who might be interested in joining and on that, uh, we have a Facebook group called Celestial Sisterhood, um, and you can request to join and find out about events, whether virtual or in person, yep. uh, that we are hosting. And um, I did have a travel blog going on for a little while. I've kind of fallen off the wagon, um, but I really focus on my spiritual journey uh, through the travels that I've done from, you know, ingesting sacred plant medicines in the Amazon to climbing mountains uh, in Canada. It's uh, kind of a wide range of where I've been. That's so cool. <laughs> um, but it's on WordPress, so it's uh, wildwomanwanderous.wordpress.com. Yes. 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 This has been great. Yes. Let's. Yay! Thank you. Same to you guys. Round of applause for creating this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yes. So yes. Definitely follow her and check her out there. And then as always, check us out at um, Higher Consciousness on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm going to always, I always fuck it up every time. Okay, higher uh, underscore consciousness underscore talk. And then the website is higher dash. Or is it period? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like the limitations. I can't, like, I can't make it all There's the one so thing. Because Instagram's like, no, you can't do this. And then websites, no. So I think it, I, I'm really positive that it's higher-consciousness-talk.com. Um, you'll find us somewhere. I, I have you Mary. You found this podcast. Yes, you found us. You found uh, yeah, if you found. You yeah, you're, you're on you're, the right, you're on the right path. More, Continue smoking more I'm Mary sure, Jane. I'm sure Mary Jane will guide you. Yes, she will guide you. So have a great Merry or happy holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa. What other holidays are around this time? Solstice, Yule. Yule. Um, yeah, Yule, that's kind of where I think we're leading, but, you know, celebrate and have fun, you know, invoke Mary Jane with you this holiday season. Enjoy the green. Enjoy the green and (laughs) Christmas tree. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.